Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. You're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. Global Leadership Camp. Hallelujah. Are you clapping? Are you excited? Amen. Now, I like the way Prof put it, Global Leadership Conference. There will come a time we'll have a conference. It's a prophetic word. We'll have a conference. Yeah, Global Leadership Conference. Camp will still, we'll have the camp, but we'll have a conference. Conference, you won't sleep. Conference, we'll sleep. We can't, we can't take that trouble. $100 for attending Conference Global Leadership Camp. It'll be good. A two days conference, serious conference, powerful conference. Amen. But what I wanted to highlight here is leadership. So it's a leadership. You are here because either you have discovered that you're a leader, one, number two, somebody has called you into leadership, or someone has extended to you a leadership call or God has brought you here to tell you that he has created you to be a leader so either way leadership is inside are you, are you with me now leadership simply defined and especially for us in CY is influence John C. Maxwell definition that I love. Leadership in the simplest term is what? Influence. Someone say influence. Leadership is what? Influence. Leadership is influence. And Jesus told us that you are, we are to go and be light of our world, right? We are Jesus' representatives, so we are to be like Jesus in our world and we are to be light in our world. Jesus said that nobody lights up a lamp and hides it, but rather they put it on a table or a place so that it can have the opportunity to shine the brightest because light is beneficial to men. Light is what? Beneficial to men. Light is what? Beneficial to men. It means that God says, I've called you so that your light or your life will be beneficial to men. In other words, God has called us to be relevant in our day and in our time. He says, nobody lights a lamp and hides it. It means that a person is not wise or the person is engaging in activity without productivity. Because why would you go to the business of lighting a lamp and hiding it? That once it can shine, it must be put out there. Hey, are you in the house? And who is the light of the world is Jesus. 
Jesus is the light inside of us. When we say Jesus is light, Jesus is light in the sense that Jesus is wisdom. Bible says that he is wisdom. Are you with me? And um, by wisdom, Jesus leads us to live a life so distinct that we are able to be relevant and beneficial or profitable to our world. Am I making some sense? Am I making some sense? Okay. So every believer is called to the ministry of influence. Every believer is called to the ministry of influence. In other words, every believer is called to be a leader. Every believer is called to be a leader. It's a mandate that is upon you. It's a call that is upon you. If you don't want to be a leader, don't be a believer. If you don't want to be a leader, don't be what? A believer. Because believing is a mandate to influence. You are all leaders. Look at your neighbor and say, you are a leader. Tell the person you are a leader. Tell the person you are a leader. Hallelujah. Where's Miles? Right. You are a leader. Some of us discover our leadership potential early, others late. But all of us, Jesus will ask you, what did you do with the influence I gave you? Because once Jesus comes into your life, you carry an influence. Before I knew I was called to ministry, people were calling me pastor. Not because, I don't think even for me in my life, I've ever worn a um, chain with a cross on it. Yeah. But once the influence of Christ comes into your life, it changes you. It separates you. Maybe among your friends, they'll start some things, don't say, don't say it in front of you. Because there's something that is inside of you that is different. Am I making something somebody? Aha, it's a mandate. I think that we, we actually put a lot of effort to diminish our light. That's what we do. We put in a lot of effort to diminish our light, to hide our light. Because the light of Christ shines bright. It shines bright. Sometimes men can even see you without much, but they can say they are different. Because there's something that is burning forth inside of you. Hallelujah. Shake your neighbor next to you. Say, neighbor, stop hiding your light. Stop hiding your light. Oh, shake the person and say, stop hiding your light. Tell the person, allow yourself to shine. Allow the light of Christ inside of you to shine. Allow the light. Hallelujah. Don't hide your light. Tell them, don't hide your light. Don't hide your light. Amen. Don't hide your light. But leadership is not easy. And it's not simple. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. Upon you. Take my yoke upon you. Even Jesus had a yoke. <laughs> even Jesus, or living the life of Jesus, even as yoke, it comes along with. The only assurance he gave us is that that one is easy. 
and the burden is light. It's better that you are living the life of Jesus and carry it to you than living your life. Are you with me? It's better. So what we should look out for is to be all that God wants us to be, even with its own burdens. Because sometimes we try to abandon or we try to avoid the burdens that comes with being a Christian or being a leader or being an influence because we don't want that. But Jesus said that is better. And he said that is easy. He said that is light. Are you with me? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus' yoke, Jesus' burden, the call he has called you to be a leader, the yoke that comes along with it is easy and it's his words light. It's easy and it's his words. Shake your neighbor and say, it's easy and it is light. It is light. It is light. Shake your neighbor and say, it is light. It is light. It is light. Mm. It is easy and it's what? It's light. However, it's still a, a yoke. There's still, still a yoke. But what makes Jesus' yoke easy to carry is the tool of love. Is a tool of love. Without love, no leader can lead. As a mother, without love, a leader will be a tyrant. A leader will be a tyrant. He will be a destructive tool. Love helps the leader to lead well. If we don't love, we can't make a difference. If we don't love, we can't make a difference as leaders. If a leader wants to make a difference, he must care enough to make a difference. (laughs) It's very simple. If a leader wants to make a difference, he must care enough to make a difference. Jim Rohn has this presentation, the four ifs that makes life worthwhile. The four ifs. If this, if you do that, if you do that, if you do that. And one of the ifs is care. The first if is that if if, you want, if life is going to be meaningful to you, it says you must know. There's a knowledge you must have that will make a great difference. Then number two, it says you must do what you know if you're going to make a difference. You must do what you know. Are you with me? This camp, we've gathered you, we've gathered you here so that we can teach you. You must know. Now, after you know, you must do what you, are, you know. Because what you know now and written in the books will not change you nor change your world without doing. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? I don't know that you have just you've, you've just exerted yourself in a fruitless exercise. If the mindset is not to go do what you know, then it is useless. That means we've wasted over 100,000 
and a part of your life, five days of your life, you have wasted it. Shake your neighbor and say, Never, don't waste, don't waste, don't waste. Tell about in the kingdom, there's no waste, don't waste, don't waste this time, don't waste this time. Then, number two, number three, first it said, Must know, number two, you must do, number three, it says, You must. care the third is care he said if you don't care you will not bother if you don't care you will not bother people going to hell mm. boys are on drugs <laughs> girls are standing by the roadside prostituting Children don't care. Children, children are now without discipline, insulting. Have you seen some of this behavior? Yeah. Speak anyhow. Children are saying things they're not supposed to say. You are there, you laugh, and you go. You don't care. He says, if you're going to make a difference, you have to care. And then the fourth one, it says, you have to stay. Because it says, you, some things, you have to see it through I'm seeing it through until it is done like the way by the God's grace this gentleman is, being, is going to Liberia hallelujah oh, let's put our hands together I'm praying to today I raise some partners for him on the mission field people take care of finance partners to, to support him while he's there because he has to eat and he's going for he's not coming back well he'll be coming back for conferences but he's not coming back not less than three years yeah oh, are you clapping for him so if you're a woman you love him come let's marry you here right now so that because we will here now here now you have enough witnesses, God, because he's going. But when I called him, I said, you have to go. I can see the care and the love in his heart. As one of us, he bothers me because it took us time to do his passports. But he's always calling me. When? He said, ask my pastor, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Go to a people he doesn't know, a land he has never been before. Just to be there so that young people will be saved. Hey, are you in the house? I want to look at your neighbor in the face and ask your neighbor, do you care enough for, to make a difference? Tell the person, do you care enough? Shake your neighbor and say, do you care enough to make a difference? It takes love. The story, one of the most profound stories of, of missions or love and missions, if I could use that, is a story of Jim Elliot. I love the story of Jim Elliot a lot because the story of Jim Elliot has, in a sense, you won't get a happy ending. Young boys from college says, God has called them to make a difference. And they were, they were worried and concerned about a, a tribal group who, among that group, it is said that at that time, they didn't have old, old people. 
because the people were filled with so much wickedness against each other that they are always fighting. So there's no old people among them. And they were such savages that people could not draw close to them. So we were in the thick Amazon forest somewhere. But this young guy said, they care enough. So they organized and raised funds and left America, the comfort and the security of America, and went to stay. And guess what? It took them time to try to even understand the people's language. The people were not, because they were savages, people, they couldn't even decipher their language. But I think from among them, somebody who, uh, whatever, was rescued. So the movie is there, it's something by fire. Who was rescued and brought among civilized people and she was the one that was helping people understand their language. They were unreachable. And then these young boys, about four of them, decided that these are the people that we want to reach because if nobody reaches them, they are going to hell. They are going to hell. Story will have it. This is a true story. They go stay there and then... Hmm. So they had this plane. The only way they can access them is by plane. There's no rule. But they've located their, where they were. So they had this bucket tied to the plane. So they would go and circle around the place. And when they started circling around the place, the people were afraid because they were not exposed to planes. They were a bit afraid. And they started, like when you come close, they'll take their javelins and then they'll throw at the planes. So they kept on doing this every day. They'll come and do and then they put something in the basket so that, like a gift, something, they'll put it on the animals or something, and then they'll drop it so that the people realize that they are, they are nice. They have good intention. They kept on doing this, they kept on doing this, they kept on doing this, and they realized that the people, they felt that the people were coming nicer, a bit calmer about them. So there was this time where they decided to draw close. Hey. They decided to draw close. And they said when they, where they put the plane, they got out, they saw some of the guys, they were drawn close and they were telling them. And the story you have it that before they left, Jim Elliot's son, he had a small son who had moved with the mother onto the mission field with them. And the son asked the father because they, the people were such savages, they needed to have guns. And the son saw Jim Elliot cleaning the gun and he asked the father, so should you go and they start attacking you, will you shoot them? And the father smiled and told him, no, because they are not saved. <laughs> somebody hasn't sunk in yet. So if somebody's about to kill you, have a gun, but you don't use it because they are not saved. Me, I'm saved, so me, I can die. And guess what? That was exactly what happened. After they put the plane down, whatever, you should watch a movie. And then they started attacking them. They butchered all of them. Is it Jimeliot or something said, just when, and this story, the question is, who told the story? And I, uh-huh. 
Just before Jimmy Elliot was killed, he shouted and said, why are you killing us? Why are you killing us? You've done you no wrong. Like that, he had a gun. So he said the gun, he just shot it in the air. He was going to shoot, but he just raised it. Shot it in the air. And then the javelin, pow, killed all the four boys. He took a rescue team, I think part of the military, to come and come and try to find their bodies. I think they didn't find some of them, their bodies. Young boys. And somebody had written, why would these four bright boys, men, go and waste their lives? Why would they go and waste their lives? <laughs> There's a quote by Jemeliot, I'll quote for you. He said, men consider their lives wasted. But he said, he, Holy Spirit reminding me, he is no fool who gives his life to gain what cannot just. Something like that. <laughs> okay, so it says, um, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to, to gain what he cannot lose. Yeah. He is no fool to lose what he cannot keep in order to gain what he cannot lose. Write it. It's mathematics. It's English mathematics. Write it down and look at it again. He is no fool to lose what he cannot keep in order to gain what he cannot lose. Are you in the house? Yeah. He's no fool to lose what he cannot keep in order to gain what he cannot. In order to gain what he cannot lose. Yeah. What is Jim? Jim what happened to them? They all died. So, I, I, like I ask you, so who told the story? Guess what? At the point of their dying, the, the Lord opened the eyes of the chief of the army who were killing them. His eyes were open. And he saw angels all around who had surrounded them. The angels had come for the, um, the, uh, the, the servants of God. The angels had come for the servants of God because they have, they, they have given their life. So God opened their eyes. That was when the man the tribal leader said they realized that these guys, what they've been trying to do is of God. So the tribal leader was the first person who got saved. Hey, let's put our hands together. That's how. Look see. <laughs> what God has called us to do is to make a difference. This difference eternally is there because of the sacrifice of these four, four guys a whole tribe that were unreachable now are reachable a whole tribe that was unreachable are now reachable yet we are sitting in the comfort of our own call five people remind five people to come for meetings once a week call five people it's a sign that you don't have love that cares enough 
That's it. We don't have a love, a love that cares. Because what drove these guys up? And let me tell you, they were, American, they were not led by prophetic. It wasn't a prophet who saw it and said, I see. No. No. They, they let the light inside of them, the love inside of them, that was burning inside of them. They let that love loose. And they said, we are going to lay down our, our lives. We are going to do everything so that the, a tribe can be saved. May we love enough. I can't. May we love enough. May we love enough. May we love enough. May we love enough. Hallelujah. That's why I'm so I'm so I'm so glad of the 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 the, the heart of Prince Charles. I'm so glad. When I said, look, I want because Liberia, a lot of young people's lives have been destroyed. A lot of young lives have been destroyed. So look, I want someone to go to Liberia. Go to Sierra Leone going to give their all. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to global leadership where numbers are coming from Liberia. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Shake your name and say, neighbor, care enough to make a difference. Care enough. No, no, no. Shake your say, brother, sister, care enough. Care enough. Care enough. Tell the person that your eyeshadow is it's, it's, it's it's of eternal value. Tell the person. The way ladies care about their eyeshadows and things, you think it is. Which one? The, the one they draw? What's the one? It's eyeshadow. Eyebrow. Some, some people can't come out onto their eyebrow. They, 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 they. You spend 30 minutes on your eyebrow, one, 30, one, 30 minutes. But you can't pray for a soul. Let's start prayer meeting right now. You are tired the first 10 minutes. But your eyebrow can take about 15, 30 minutes just shaping this thing. I, I, if you are sitting by a lady, say, look, you have to wake up, women. You have to wake up, women. You have to wake up. Tell, oh, I can't hear. Tell the ladies. You care more about your eyebrow than somebody being saved. What a shock. It's a shame. You care more about your eyebrow than people being saved. It's a shame. Be serious. I said, look, some of us, when we, if it's not that the Bible says we wipe out away all tears, we enter heaven and we'll cry. We enter heaven and we'll cry because when, when Jesus is walking you and talking to you about what his servant do, he will call you and say, this one lost his head. For me, can you imagine how Jesus? Do you, do, can you imagine what it looks like to look at the face of the one who lost his head for you? You 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 can feel the radiance of his love. You lost your head for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. You somebody says you lose you lose his lunch money for you. Sacrifice for you. You want to die for the person. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Hmm. Shake your nose. Say you need love to serve. You need love to serve. You need love to serve. Shake. Say, say, we need love. You need love. You need love. Hey, 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 hey. We need love. Say, love, 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 love. 
Jesus, help us, oh. Jesus, help us. So what am I saying? A leader must care enough. You must care enough to build relationship. Care enough to build relationship. Do you know that, do you know that if as leaders, one of our job is to build relationships? It surprises me when I hear a leader says, me dear, I don't want anybody trouble. Then you're not, you're not meant to be a leader. A leader builds relationships. Some of you have been here, you're you, you about just 10 in a room, but you don't know them. You know, when I say, you don't know them, you can only point to them and say, oh, I think maybe it's from this branch. You don't know anything about them. You don't know how to build relationship. Pride, pride has filled you. The only person that is of great importance in your life. Pride. To do the work of youth ministry, you have to constantly say, hi, hello, my name is hi hello my name what is your name where do you live how are you are you okay is everything fine what do you do those that's relationship building hey, am i making some sense to you some of you the reason why your branch is not doing well is because you keep passing by people you should be building relationship with you only seem to show up to do ministry to come and do ministry on a particular day but outside that you don't care about people you and people, it doesn't work. How are you going to be a leader? Hey, are you in the house? Shake your name and say, care enough to build a relationship. Care enough. Care enough. Look, part of the, part of the growth or the things that contribute to the growth both spiritually and numerically of CY is come. Because what comes offers us is an opportunity to build relationships. We sleep at the same place. We spend. We bath at the same place. We spend <laughs> time together. We go to dinner together. We go eat together. We worship together. We fellowship together. Relationship. This is the last day. You can't even talk about two people you have built a relationship with. Are you with me? Some of you, you come for meet, you come for camps like this, and you stick with just the two friends you came with. That's all. And the one who's catching your hearts, that's all. The two friends you give me, one was catching your heart. That's all. You have to learn to build relationships. And some of you, it's, some of you, what's the word? Is it prejudice? You're very prejudicious. Yeah. It's a word. You choose who to be nice to. Look, one of the things that I've learned in ministry here, I've said that there are certain people who have stayed with this ministry. I never thought they would stay. One is not Napo. I've always said it. The first time I met Napo, I never expected Napo to stay. I never expected. So imagine, based on my own thoughts, I treat him. I would have lost a gift. 
The reason the branch is not doing well, I'm telling you, the reason the branch is not doing well is this behavior. You are very prejudicious. You are choosing who here and there. You have come here. You don't know the giftings that are, people are carrying back and forth. You don't know. The treasures of God are in men, not in trees. The treasures of God are in men, not in trees. So as we are gathered here, this is a gathering. This is a treasure house. A gathering of treasures. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Hallelujah. Before come and go as many people, introduce yourself, say hello. I think even one of the, the ladies' parents was telling us of, of how they went to, they had to go to the hospital, and they went there in the long queue, government hospital. And they see why a person came and mentioned, she saw the girl, said, what are you? He said, come. And they were so delighted. You never know where relationship will take you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And one of the things also I want to say in this light is that, look, you can never tell what any man, any man is becoming. You can never predict. Miss Ajimai, when I met her, she said she was becoming a psychologist. That's what she said. But inside of her is an event organizer. But on her journey of life, she discovers that and she enters that. So imagine I met her, I said, I don't need a psychologist. So I don't build relationship. Then when she becomes event, now you are coming crawling back and say, <laughs> now, now you, uh-huh, you know we met her. You, you are how do you call it, an opportunist. You are an opportunist now. Hey, am I making some sense? Yeah. So never take anybody for granted. As a leader, build relationships. Build relationships. Care enough to build relationships. Care enough to do what? And it's not every relationship that is good. Opposite relationship that is good to marriage. It says relationship. Am I making some sense? It's not every that is going to relationship. The other one also is that, ladies, it's not every niceness of every man that says that they are interested in you. They're just nice brothers. Just that's it. That's it. Especially a ministry that talks about love like this, you see that the boys will be loving towards you. So don't interpret the me and say, Hi, sister, you have seen yourself at the altar. Hey, why? 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 We have love to give. My friend, my friend, please don't take us to the altar. We are here to buy our own pants. We haven't finished buying. Don't take us to the altar. We are just being nice. We have too much love to give. That's it. I don't know, you make relationships so weird. Don't make relationship weird. Relationship is relationship. Knowing you, knowing me. You're a human being. You're worth loving. Be nice, kind. Just leave it at that. Am I making some sense to somebody? Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus some praise. Amen. The psychologist that's assisted by you may be an event planner. Hallelujah. Amen. The dentist that is sitting by you may be one of the chief directors in the United Nations. You never know. You never know. It's one of the beautiful things I've seen about CY that, uh, in CY that I've learned that you never know what is in a young person. 
you never know their abilities. Some of them, it's just a matter of time. They will come into their own self and then it will change everything. Hallelujah. I like the way Miles Moon put it. He said, he said, if you know who I am, you'd have taken me to lunch. Shake your neighbor and tell anybody, if you know who I am, you'd have taken me to lunch. A leader must care enough to preach the gospel. A leader must care enough to preach the gospel. A leader must care enough to preach the gospel. Look for 42 to 44. Let's read something. One to go. Now when it was day, he departed and went into what? A deserted place. And the crowd sought him and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. The next verse. But he said to them, I must what? I must what? I must what? Preach what? The kingdom of God to other cities also because for this purpose what? Now listen to me. I think here they came because he had done miracles and they've enjoyed the miracles so they wanted him to stay with them. Now, our call as leaders is learn to do two things. Go while staying or stay while going. Relationships are built when we stay. But our staying should not be the only thing we are doing, but we have to go because others also must be brought into the relationship. So we have to juggle these two. The thing about youth ministry is that we easily gravitate towards staying and, st- and, and just be there. And I think for some time, CY has been staying. We've stayed for so long. We are comfortable with the fellowship we are comfortable with the family we have built and the people that are around. As a matter of fact, look, when you overstay, you'll be discomforted by others coming in. Because others who are coming in don't know your way of doing things. And plus, they also impose a challenge to you because you now have to start with them all over again. That's why some people like keeping their circles small and the same people, they don't like anybody coming in. Why? Because it's not now that I'm now to come and show you who I am and all those things. That we do things in. So, by the time I realize, if we are not careful in ensuring that we are going, we will only find ourselves staying. And once we keep staying, we will die off. I'm making some sense. Because when I come to some of your branches, I can tell that you are not caring enough to bring others in. Hey. To preach the gospel. Someone said, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Shake your nose and say, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. 
Now, see why we have entered our 15th year. Hallelujah. So this year, one of the targets is that we, we have to start 15 new branches. Just this year. New work. Oh, are we celebrating Jesus? 15. Now, even if one branch is to ensure a new branch will be more than 15. And this is a mandate I'm throwing now. We shouldn't just be happy, hey, 15, that's staying. What am I going? Jesus said, look, no, no. The crowd wanted him to say, said, no. And it's all part of the reason why, like I said, okay, I'm sending, um, not just him, anybody that will come and say, look, I want to go and spend, you even six months in a new country, come. Especially African countries. Trust me, now it's African countries that are on my mind. I was talking to Brian. We're talking about Uganda. Brian, where are you? Yeah. Brian is over there. Yeah. And we're talking about Uganda. And we started making plans and talking about Uganda already. We have a discussion with Kigali team. Their one way mission, Uganda. That's the focus. Hey, amen. Yeah. One way missions to start organizing and they're going to Uganda. And some of us will go and join them there. Hey, oh, tell about we are going, we are going, we are going. Shake your name and say, we are going. I'm here to talk to Marigold, Marigold, is it uh, Botswana or South Africa? South Africa. And um, Katlego, Botswana, yeah. Irene, where? Tanzania, Irene, 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 where's Irene? She's working. Yeah, Tanzania. Control away. <laughs> All this, we are putting plans. When we, when we climb up, we are putting plans. How we are getting to Uganda. How we are getting to Because Brian and the team. So, but one way mission... Eastern Africa, Kigali will lead that. Kigali will lead us. We are going to Uganda. And then Tanzania and the other African countries. But we have to go. We have to care enough to go. I mean, when we're talking, I was talking about Brian. The things we're talking about, is a look, drunkenness. It's a huge problem in Uganda. So young, young boys drink their head off. I think this is an African problem. Yeah. And as I was talking to her, I said, look, there's no problem you can say that it's not the same problem everywhere young people are. So why don't you realize that God has given a solution for young people everywhere? All that is left, like Jesus, is that we must say that they too must hear. Make effort towards that. So we're about to go. Tell everybody, we're about to go. As we're going, they're here. Shake your never say your yeah, course. So choose a country. Tell them, choose a country. Tell the person, go and do your passport. Go and do a passport. Go and do your passport. Johnny, which country are you going? Do and do your passport. You are going. Djibouti. Okay. The, the word of the spirit. Johnny Djibouti. <laughs> I 
is African countries. If you choose outside African countries, no, there's no going. There's no, it's a no-fly zone. It's African countries. Jeffy, Iran. Yeah. When you are going, ask for that one, buy a coffin. Jesus said, I must preach. He didn't say, I want to. Jesus said, I must. He didn't say, I want to. Write it boldly in your... It's a must for me to preach the gospel. Write it. Whether you're a worship singer, you are, what do you call it? media controller or whatever you must preach the gospel are you with me all of us must be active in preaching the gospel this year a leader must care enough to see other people saved our emotions I get from God these emotions must be taken advantage of so we can care about people. Sometimes if you don't take care of your, you don't, if you don't take care, your emotions should be the reason why you don't, you, you're not helping people. Is it making sense? Uh-huh. Now, as a leader, you must also be enthusiastic enough to help others. Our call into leadership and to service is just helping people. Um, I think when Prof was talking, he associated kindness to help. That you, a willingness to want to help people. That's being kind. And that's an element of love. We must want to help. Now, hold up, let me say this here. Leaders, you know that when young people come here, I'm talking about branch presidents and directors. When young people come here, they get changed. Nobody comes here and goes back the same. But to get them here is another job. So some of our job is to help people find themselves here. Do you get me? Because if you don't take care, you get to a place where you become a leader and you, okay, I also don't mind. After all, we are all paying to be here. But that's not your job. That's not, your job means that you have to help. It means that first, engage the person, find out what are the practical challenges, and then walk the person through helping. Now, I'm not saying doing it for them, but walk them through helping. One of the things that when we go up, I want us to consider heavily, is that by, and I'm talking to everybody, from the media director to everybody, by March, beginning of March, we shall finish planning 2024 Global Leadership Camp. It should be through. Already, what we will do doesn't change. We should just up by a certain percentage, 15, 20%. That's all. We add on to the budget and decide how much people are going to pay. So that from, from uh, March going, 
if you pay early, a certain percentage is slashed off your. So, for instance, if you pay early, early bed, 5% is off, or something is off. I'm making some sense. And then we give all the avenue, whatever it takes, for people to start paying from. And then you, as a leader, start making sure that you're on the people helping us look, pay, do something, something to get people to. Am I making some sense, somebody? Leadership is to help. We have to help people. You see, to help people, you have to go out of your way and think extra for them. If you're thinking along the same level they are thinking, you are not helping them. You have to go the extra mile and think for them. And if you're going to make an impact as a ministry, we have to think extra for young people. Go the extra mile. Are you in the house? Shake your neighbor and say, Care enough to help. Care enough, care enough. Tell about enthusiastic, enthusiastic. And two, or enthusiastic to help. Okay? And then lastly, when love is in our lives as leaders, we'll be slow in giving up on people. Giving up on ourselves and giving up on others. There are times when we want to give up on ourselves. Mm. Bible says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love bears all things, believes all things, endures all things. Are you in the house? If there's love in our lives, we will not give up too quickly. Hey. If you give up, you never know. That's all. You never know. God bless you for listening. This message will be continued in the next episode.